Good morning and welcome to the Just Life podcast. This is episode 70. Today we talk about discipline as a path to freedom. The reliability of people in our lives, or rather the unreliability of people in in our lives, and really appreciating what we don't know about what's happening to have them not be reliable. We talk about our deep fears of success and how that stops us from doing the things that we want to do in our lives. Enjoy the show. So episode 70. Milestone after milestone after milestone. Yeah, man. Now, if once we start producing these episodes, oh, buddy, we're going to be on fire. <laughs> no, uh, just we for, are producing the no, episodes. No, no, I'm, just I'm teasing. For listeners, that's no, actually a good thing. We've, we've got, what, like three, still three or so in the queue? This will be number three, number three. in the queue. So we got which, two in the queue. Which is actually, as long as we keep producing you know, regularly, semi-regularly, that's actually a really good thing. Mm-hmm. It's great to have... Um, you know, some stuff already to work on rather than going directly into the one we just recorded. And Aaron, so. I just want to say thank you again for being here on a Saturday morning when you oh, could be shit. doing something else, maybe playing with your Transformers. Totally bugging you. No, I'd be changing the lower control arms of my Jeep. <laughs> that sounds... Would that be something that you'd like to do? That you like to do working on cars? I, I don't mind working on cars. There was a period of time I was actually apprenticing to be a mechanic. Oh, nice. It's just I then realized that doing that for a living is terrible. It's, it's pretty hard. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, so I don't mind doing it as like a hobby on the side, but to have to do that as like a 9 to 5, no thank you. Well, I, I, I love that there are these people in the world, in my, in my world, let's get like really real here, that I just know... I can count on them. I know I can count on you. I know I can count on Aaron just to be here on a Saturday morning to do this thing. I don't even think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. That is a rare thing in this world. Like I'm just really getting present to it. And to your point earlier about making an ask of somebody mm-hmm. where n- normally it might like, it, it might uh, have some resistance. Like, Oh really? Like I don't, all these reasons and stories for why it won't work versus someone just jumping in and yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Don't know what it's going to look like. And that's how you create things. Yeah. I, I love that. I, uh, it makes, I enjoy my Saturdays immensely and that is a, a byproduct of it. Like mm-hmm. just knowing that, that it just happens. It just goes. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I got that, man. Thank you. And and yeah, Aaron, thank you, man. Like you make a, such a huge difference. You're such a huge contribution to this to this podcast, and we really appreciate you, man. Big time. Uh, and uh, well, Getting a bit verklempt. Oh, see, that's what guys do. Isn't that what guys do? It is. Yeah. Anyway, um, maybe that's just a subtle, like covert. The, the the covert passion behind it is like we just really need to do a group hug, man. Well. You're probably right. Like, really, though, if you think about it. Anyway, we're not going to that rabbit hole, but because I might start crying or something and then, you know, look like a real wuss. No, I'm just joking. Um, you know what? This podcast has improved my life, man. That's the thing. It's improved my life as well. The podcast has improved my life. It has me be more responsible and uh, more so as of late, particularly like, you know, with my Friday nights. Like, on Friday nights now, I go, I can still have a Friday night, but it's like, I know. 
that I'm getting up by 7 a.m. On, on Saturday mornings. Like, it's just what I do now. And then I, you know, I've been bringing food, which is good. Like, I bring a little, little, little bit of, of an elevation. A little bit of food with, yeah. And then being here early, being ready. Like, I'm, right now, I don't, you know, there's been times on the podcast, especially with guests, it's embarrassing. It's rushed. Everyone else is kind of chill. You come flustered, flying through the door. You sit down. Okay, let's go. And all of a sudden, your heart rate is up and you're, you know, there's, there's unnecessary pressure. There's stuff that, there that needs that that actually shouldn't be there. Yeah, it's got to get. You actually got to get cleared. Yeah. So, you know, you're maybe not even you're not even present. I'm speaking from my perspective. I'm not even present on the first like ten minutes of the podcast because I'm just kind of like you're in your get, head. Yeah, getting the lay of the land, like making fun of myself. You know, putting myself down for a while. Because I'm not a dope. Why are you so late? You're always fucking late. What's wrong with you? <laughs> You know? That's both an internal conversation and an external conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so we did have some technical difficulties. Yeah. And we're back online. So um, this week, like every week, has stuff oh my showing God. up. There's stuff. Good stuff. Shitty stuff. Stuff that you'd love to hang on the wall, stuff that you'd love to stuff under the carpet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For both of us, dare I say, uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, and to your point about stuffing it under the table, isn't that what we do? When things, under the rug. Under, Did I say under the table? Uh, you under know the what? carpet, actually, is what I said. That saying clearly has depth because under the table, under the rug, under the bed, either way, you're trying to hide shit. <laughs> totally. And you and have more room under the table, too. True. True. And I got a lot of stuff to push under there, so maybe I should use the table. Anyhow, what is that tangent? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, like being taken out in life, dealing with shit in your head, whatever it is. And that is the big, ugly secret, the big elephant in the room that we all kind of talk about yourself like that. Carry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. Well done. Good timing. Okay. How far <laughs> off the rails are we right now? <laughs> it's all good, man. No, no, for sure. Um, but you know, it's like, hey man, how are you? Good, how are you? Right? Like that's the that's the attitude, right? So and, yeah. uh, having said that, your uh let's 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 unravel the week a little bit here. Sure. Because uh, there, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on. Clearly, I'm nervous. I'm like fidgeting with things. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always, this is my worst habit. The, the pen? Yeah. yeah. I like see it and I feel like I got to play with it. And it's super distracting on camera. Yeah. And I do the, I do the, the click thing. Oh, so annoying. That's... I annoy myself with it. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you doing that? Anyway. <laughs> okay. So let's unravel this week. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, the beginning of the week. Well, you know what? I'm going to look at my my book here. You know okay. this this structure that we use. Oh, you actually have a reference to go back to. I do. I know it's. And right so now, fun. I'm not. Uh, I'm not like sweating or pissing bricks. Piss, pissing you've because actually been I've using. actually been using the tool. So now I will admit, there's been a couple of days where, you know, anytime you're putting in a new process, new habits, like there's been a couple of days where it's either been rushed or I've actually caught up yesterday today which is not nearly as effective right but uh and it's a work in progress and uh it's having an impact so looking at the notes there's a section in uh in this uh, journal 
the Just Life Journal, the roadmap that um, that we use on a regular basis, and one of them is, "What did you learn?" Mm-hmm. Super. I, I look at my uh, at my Monday. So, some interesting things actually. In, in order to create wealth, you need to increase your income and maintain your expenses. I thought that was pretty interesting to note. This was coming out of the book that I'm listening to called Millionaire Consultant from Alan Weiss. Yeah, and you would think that that's a no-brainer. Oh, but it's so not a no-brainer, man. People, well, people, oh, I got more money. I should, I should, uh, I can buy more. Hundred percent. And and that is uh, what we what I like to refer to as a default behavior. Yeah, you're just not fucking paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's see. Another thing, structure worked well today despite the emotional setbacks, and there were definitely a, a few emotional setbacks. Uh, how I thought things were going on a number of fronts did not go. It, it, as a matter of fact, it, it went pivot 90 degrees in a completely different direction. Um, own your strengths, own your value. You bring a lot of value. Stop doubting yourself. Own your strengths. Own your value. You bring a lot of value. Stop doubting yourself. This was my Monday. Yeah. Like right, right away at the beginning, I'm, I'm. It's already the seeds of doubt are already setting in. Mm. What's the point? This is how it goes for me. What's the point? It's not working. Why bother? That's my automatic mechanism. My, uh, yeah, my, my default way of operating. Um, today I'm grateful for my personal discipline and ability to push through. So despite everything that was going on, I did not relent. I did not s- stale out, uh, sit in a corner and hope and pray that uh, the day goes by. Like I just kept mm-hmm. pushing through. It's pretty cool. That is the worst uh, <laughs> way to deal with your shit. I tell you, that is something that I've, you know, I'm noting, like learning. Cause sometimes, sometimes it feels like, oh man, just like, you know what? Tomorrow, like Absolutely. just fucking get through this day. And what I'm discovering for myself and how I'm interrupting that is just right in that moment. And this is, this is, this is where the gold is. Cause this is the challenging part right in that moment. Cause I'm so programmed to default a certain way right in that moment. When I start to have that internal dialogue and, and having those conversations with myself, it's like, Nope, what are you going to like right now? The thing I'm using is physical movement, get into work. And we've talked about that before mm-hmm. I jump on my elliptical when I'm feeling shitty or whatever, or I'll just do something writing, like just interrupt that. That's been a big thing. It, for me and i know we've been talking about it over the week uh, grappling with stuff okay are you putting it down on paper yeah because it uh it is a a channel a a mechanism for flow to to resume because you're now undamming the water yeah well it's 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 like you get exactly you get to have a conversation <laughs> with the many parts of yourself, right? It's like when you're dealing with shit, you go talk to somebody, you generally feel better. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing that I learned on Tuesday. Oh, nice. People are unreliable and fucking flaky. And I would assert that you probably have yourself included in there. People are unreliable. And no, not, not, not in this case, because what I'm clear on is 
I must keep up and be persistent is the caveat underneath that. Right. But, but all I'm trying to say there is, um, maybe this is too deep, but what's so is there's a part of you that is flaky and unreliable and you're training yourself to not be that. I think, cause I think just people like human beings left to their own devices on default they're totally flaky, selfish, unreliable, totally all-consuming, concerned with the... Right? Yes. That is how it is. Well, look at you pushing back. And I am present to uh, just how easy it is for someone to justify a ridiculous action or a lack of action. And it just be... That's just how it goes in my world. Getting, of course, that I there, there, there was a time... And it's a lot easier for me to notice it and do something different about it. I guess the piece for me in that is to be a bit more gracious with other people. And in that moment, there was an urgency. A, uh, it was very important and it was dismissed. Right. And, and that part drives me up the fucking wall. Dude, I totally get it. Here's the thing. You're... you're surrounding yourself with and you're connecting with people who hold themselves with a, at a higher esteem and it just is not acceptable it doesn't work when people just are ordinary they blow shit off yeah it doesn't they don't work. respond or they don't follow up or they don't call or show up when they said they were going to it just doesn't work no and uh, i think that a lot of people just discount that like they don't even they don't even think twice about it no it's not even on their radar and that part i and i totally get it's a progression to get to the point of realizing mm -hmm. that that's, that's actually so one of the critical parts of what doesn't work in our world. A hundred percent. And if more people realized that and started to step in, lean into this thing that it is their elephant that's under the carpet. And, and so what is it going to take for people to start getting that? Yeah, dude. And for me, it takes people like you, people like me, using tools like this, facing your own shit, just being straight about it. Yeah, I am this way. I am that way. Like there's natural ways of being, right? Naturally, once in a while, yeah, I'll blow shit off. Okay, that doesn't work. Yeah, Just be straight about it. And so one of the things that's really been helping me uh, in my day-to-day -day life to not fucking snap and you know, Hulk. deal with shit like, like, you know, through running through walls and shit like that, because uh, that's the thing that I do. I can fucking snap, right? I think we all have that in us. One of the things I'm using to combat my craziness is uh, compassion. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, what's that? Yeah, yeah. For example, someone will be late or they'll miss something or even the simple reference of the whole getting cut off on Deerfoot thing. And right as I can feel whatever type of behavior I want to now express as an automatic response... I mean, I've been catching myself and being like, oh, because I can totally see myself in that, that behavior that just occurred, the cutoff, the rush, the this, the that. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I, I'm right now. I'm in this perfect place because I'm the victim. So that guy's a fucking asshole. I want to kill that guy. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Sometimes I'm that asshole. Sometimes people want to kill me. Sometimes I react that way. Maybe he's dealing with right. It just gets me into a different flow where I'm not fucking... Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, man. It actually takes you away from uh, what 
The judgment. What's what's actually? Yeah. What's you have actually no idea. And this is the other thing that I I'm I'm always reminded of. And sometimes in the moment I'm uh, I don't want to be reminded of it. I want to be justified in my actions. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. To be compassionate for the unknown and 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 what you're just unaware of on the other side. Uh, mm. That tension and that frustration and all of those things they just go away. Hundred percent. And, and now I, and this is the, the other really important thing about writing stuff down is I get to recontextualize what, what might've been true for me in the moment right. that people are unreliable and fucking flaky. There are so many variables that I have no line of sight on. I don't understand what's going on. And, and I get to remind myself of that again holding again the caveat i must keep up and be persistent because i believe this is important to show up this way to to be a, a man of my word is fundamental in this world but not everybody believes that or realizes that it's a thing they don't even realize that i yeah i agree i, I think if if somebody got the context of what you just said being a person of your word i think first of all i think most people totally think that they're a person of their word. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, oh, man. It's a bit sad, actually. It, right? Because yeah. even people who are at a way higher level than us, the first thing that they'll talk about is all the places they fuck up. Right? It's just a part of who we are. And owning it is where the power is. And I've spent a lot of time in my life avoiding that and denying it and, and making excuses and not even realizing that I've been justifying my behavior and my attitudes. Right. And it's just been so automatic. And I'm fucking full of shit. Yeah. It's like, holy fuck, man, you are capable of so much more. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Well, and that's the silver lining. That's the thing that uh, when I get really, when I do the thing that I know makes a difference and that uh, can be writing something or, or talking to somebody about it, um, Spending the time to uh, to assess and evaluate, not to get it done, not to not to just have it as a, a milestone that's complete, but mm. uh, but is not doing you any good because you're not even present to doing the work. You just want to do the other thing after it. Right. When I do that work, there is a calm and a peace and a um, a certainty now begins to arise from it, and even though. I did not get, I, what happened did not happen. I am, uh, I know it's either not meant to be or it's not meant to be right now. Like there's something else going on. Yeah. And I just got to keep going. You get to be present to that rather than be a victim to it. Yes. Like, oh, another yeah, thing didn't work out or, or whatever, right? Uh, Jocko, I was listening to uh, a quick video yesterday. Jocko was being interviewed, Jocko Willink, and he was like, um, you know, everybody wants freedom. Everybody wants to be free. And the thing that people don't realize, what they're missing, is that they don't want to be disciplined, but discipline equals freedom. Mm. Yeah, totally. Right? And it's a, this This is what they call this this roadmap, the, third, the Just Life Journal. It's a practice. Yep. It's not about getting it right. It's a practice. And that's what I've been taking on for myself is like, cause I'm all about, you know, getting it right. And that's one of the things that stops me. Cause if I don't feel like I can get it right, guess what I do? I don't do. You stop it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it stops dead in its tracks. Yeah. Oh, it didn't work. Why bother? Why bother? It's been two days. Why am I not an expert at this? I'm out. Yeah. 
and uh, not committed to that anymore. And the Gist Life Journal is 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 pointing that out on a daily basis. This, and yeah, there's this certain, habit tracker that yeah. we have in here. Oh, mine's like I got like two days of the habit tracker. Hey, that's all good. And I'm coming back to it. You yeah, know? and as you should, because it is a a it tracks your habit. It's a mm-hmm. progression. Yeah. And I notice uh, when when I have filled it in, it's making a difference. And when I've and and the things that I say that I want to do inside of building habits around they become easier and easier. Right. And so is that why it's becoming, is making a difference? Cause you're looking at, Oh, like I didn't like, what would actually have me not meditate today? Like what? Exactly. Yeah. It, I'm so clear that there are there for any sort of improvement, self improvement. It is not one thing to be done. It is not just my physical ability. It is not just my, um, my, my personal accountability for, for scheduling myself or, or to, to be a man of my word, to do what I say I'm going to do. It, it is all of them all the time at any given moment. And it, on all of those are helping me move forward or, or instilling these, these anchors in my life. You know, I just got present to right now by, by taking on new things and focusing on things that you say are important that actually it squeezes out all the shit that isn't important. Yeah. Right. It's like that whole reference of the, uh, the rocks in the, in the glass jar, right? Yeah. And the sand like you, and the you pebbles. Fill that up with the boulders first. You focus on developing yourself because it all starts with you. Everybody wants to give everything away first. You, you got to put time aside for yourself. I would say first thing in the day so that you can be the full version of yourself to give to everybody else. Right. But you fill up, your space with the things that you say are most important. It just doesn't leave as much room for the shit. That's not important. Yeah. Right. One of the things that I did on Tuesday is a milestone. I, I did 115 push-ups in that morning. Oh shit. And that is just the other things there, there, there is a, there are moments in my mornings, my morning schedule. So I'm up at 4:45. I keep wanting to do what Jocko does. I take a picture and say, what up to all you people in the internet world? And I never do it. I always forget about it. Let's get after it. Yeah. Out. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, to go from the the progression to be able to do that, man, was that hard? There were... To get to 445? No, to get to 115 push-ups. 445. Yes, that's a whole other... uh, I want to come back to 445, but I also want to, I was going to ask you about the pushups because we talked two weeks ago or something and you're like, oh, I'm going to do 50 pushups. I'm like, dude, do a hundred. Yeah. And I, and, and well, that never left me. Yeah. I'm like, Maybe I could do like, hundred. a hundred. I was like, yeah, I'm like whatever. If you get down to like doing five at a time or two at a time. So how did it go? Uh, well, so for me now, hitting 50 pushups is pretty, pretty easy. Just all in one shot. That's good. And, uh, and then it was. 20 more. Yeah. 10 more, five more, 10 more. Like I just pushed through this, this inner dialogue that's going, you're good. You don't have to do anymore. You did like 70, man. You that's did 70. Yeah. Pretty totally. solid. Yeah. You should totally just do the other thing now. Mm-hmm. But I want to hit that milestone. There was something else that was driving it. That's the beginning of what Goggins talks about, like callousing your mind. Because you're going beyond your boundaries, your 
right? Mm-hmm. Your limited view of, oh man, I couldn't do a hundred pushups. That's like our, our automatic immediate default answer to like every fucking thing. Every new thing. Oh, I couldn't do. Oh man, I could not do that. What? what? I, you know, it's, it's interesting because I have that running uh, to do in doing pull-ups. Right. It's like, oh, well, okay. Good job on the push-ups, but you can't do the pull-ups. And that's it. End of story. Mm-hmm. And so pull-ups are not being done. Just so you know, the world record for pull-ups is 4,031. Oh, my what? God. In 24 hours. And guess who holds that record? I have no idea. I don't think it's changed. I'm pretty sure that's what I heard in the book. David Goggins. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and guess what? He didn't actually accomplish it on his first try. What? Yeah. Can you imagine? And in preparation, he did over 67,000 pull-ups in like six months. That Because um, he's a fucking maniac. <laughs> that is insane. That's crazy. Yeah. But this is the thing, dude. Like, listen, to, you got to listen to his book, man. Listen to his book. He's talking about how, like, the, the, the obviously the physical damage, the pain that he went through the first, well, even the, the third time when he accomplished the goal. But, I mean, his first failure was, I think it was 2,700 pull-ups in, like, 15 hours or something like that. That, that was, was his, his first failure? First failure. But what's amazing about it, like, where he's built his mind to, the immediate thing that he goes to is, first of all, get back to work. Second of all, okay, what went wrong? So the first time he tried it, it was like under like the, the bright lights and it was like on the Today Show or it was all that shit, right? And then he, he did that and he goes through the whole progression of the things that worked and didn't work and, and how he gets back to uh, actually accomplishing the record, right? And That's amazing. It's fucking unreal, man. It really is. Six pull-ups every minute for 24 hours is, was the calculation he created to break the record. And... Uh, yeah, it was 4,020, though, was the record. That's and, insane. And, and get this, just just to go a little deeper, the dude who held the record before him, I'm just going to say he was like 150 pounds. And Goggins is a big dude. He was like 210 at the time or 200 pounds at the time. That's a lot of weight like to pull. And, and the Guinness Book, like you have to actually do full arm extension and full chin over the bar, right? It's That's fucking crazy. Do it proper. Yeah, do a proper full pull-up. It's a hang like a hang pull-up. My Wednesday... A part of me wants to believe I don't know what I'm doing or what to do next. That was the lesson that I pulled out of my Wednesday. This, this, uh, this part that wants to keep me safe mm-hmm. and in familiar surroundings so that I don't have to worry about the uncertain, unknown opportunity of growth that's, uh, that's outside of those walls and it was right it was right there he's like man you should just chill because i don't think you can do that anyways Mm -hmm. it sounds like a really good idea so i'm putting a i'm putting together a men's retreat i have never put a, a retreat together i have never put really an event together if you talk to my wife we would have a unanimous conversation around how good we are at putting events on uh, and that's sarcasm. We're not good at putting events on. Whatever the story is around that, that we just that's not a thing that we do. We just we don't do it. And so I bring that into this this idea of creating an experience for men. And uh, 
And when the minute I get up against something that uh, that I, I I just don't have an, uh, even a speculative answer around, right. that shows up. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I what I need to do next. But the key is I keep doing something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so if I don't know that, then I'm just going to um, I'm going to explore it. I'm going to maybe see what other people have done. 100%. Why do I need to have all the answers right in the moment all the time? Right. It's ridiculous. Because it would be much easier if you did. Yeah. Well, I'd love to be plugged into the matrix. And, yeah. You know, I can fucking kick it like Jackie Chan, you know? Yeah. yeah but I yeah. can't. That doesn't work yeah. in this world. And looking back, the funny thing is, is looking back is if you just got it, boom, like that, it goes back to the whole conversation about deserving it and really seeing the value in it. Right. You're going to see so much more value in whatever you create when you look back at the journey and go, fuck, man, how did I pull that off? And, Versus, and something will be there. Well, first of all, I want to acknowledge you for going through your, your journal. And I'm impressed that you can just instantly read your own writing immediately because that's one of the things that I'm struggling with as I, as I read mine. Because <laughs> I can tell which days I can tell which days I put energy into this. And I can tell which days I was like... Okay, can we just get this fucking done so I can do other shit, please? Is that what you wrote? Uh, no, but on Wednesday, <laughs> man, it's hard for me to even read this, but it's true. This is one of the things that Goggins says. He goes, if you look in the mirror and you're fat, just fucking say you're fat. Own it. And I'm a pussy. I'm a bitch. I need to strengthen my mind. Um... I felt weak, lonely, and misunderstood. Uh, I don't know what this says. Sorry, bear with me. Oh, yeah. So, I felt weak and lonely and misunderstood in the morning, and I canceled my day's plans. I just... You just just, uh, killed it all off. I, I, I actually had two occasions, and one was... Uh, a rainforest event. I don't know. I think we oh, talked yeah. about that. And the other was a meeting with a friend of mine, Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. And uh, just a guy I'm connecting with. And I just said, hey, I'm not feeling well, which is essentially true. And then I did actually, there was another girl who was going to meet me at the rainforest event. She was going anyways, but I reached out to her later and just said, hey, just so you know, like I was just dealing with shit in my head. And I went to work at it and I transformed it. And I did the same thing with Aaron. And then, like, just the outpour and the support from both of them. Hey, man, I deal with that shit, too. Like, do what you got to do. Get yourself right, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like, that's the thing that's available when you start to just be true to yourself. And by the way, I just have to point this out. I'm not talking about the cliche pussy and bitch saying that, you know, like, from your growing up, like, don't be a pussy. You know what I mean? Like that. I'm just saying that's the dialogue. That's the, Those are the words I chose for myself. They were true in that moment. I was being fucking weak. Mm-hmm. And I let... The internal dialogue i let the small man the coward i let him win mm-hmm. in that moment yeah and that was around that's a fight it's a fight so i got in communication with my people you being one of them and uh, i got i got to work i have put i'm feeling constrained in my self-expression and which man, has always been a grapple for you ah, total total grapple i just i don't know what it is man it's just i got this um, fear that I'm not, I won't be understood. I'm too intense. I'm too much for people. Yeah. If you let Hulk out and, uh, and nobody can understand why Hulk does what Hulk does, 
then we pull out the guns and try to control and subdue right Hulk. yeah right? And societal constructs of and the thing that i will say about that is that i'm in practice i'm in practice i'm developing myself because there is a an absolute champion inside of me mm-hmm. and i think in, inside of all of us and there's a person that completely makes a difference and there's a person who can lead and is coachable and right and so, can follow so here's the thing that i'll put in your world that uh, I suspect is um, what you are uh, grappling with. And that is, and, f- and when I discovered this for myself, I'm like, what? How could I possibly be afraid of that? It's ridiculous. You're scared of what successful Vern looks like because what happens with successful Vern, it means that this Vern has to has to leave Mm -hmm. there's no room for him anymore and for me it was how i don't know what successful david who he is or how he'll operate in the world right and my fear is that i i might not like it i might not understand it um it'll be a brand new world for me i'm not familiar with it so q safe, predictable actions to keep me here. Right. And, and something that came to my mind as you were saying that is what if I'm not accepted? What if you're not accepted? Yeah. What if, what if successful Vern is so uncomfortable for the people that you surround yourself with Mm. that they no longer can be around you anymore? See, that's a big one. That's a big one. Because when you start, you know what? I had a, another conversation with somebody. By the way, shout out to, I, I'm going to put a video up, up about this. Like, thanks so much for everybody reaching out to me and fucking being real, man. Like, it really means a lot. It makes a difference. I said that I want to be known. I want to mm-hmm. be intimate with people. I want to be known and I want to know other people. And I really got to see on Wednesday and the rest of this week when I put myself out there and was known, people showed a side of themselves to me that had never been revealed before. Well, and that's because you allowed that. You gave them that, the opportunity to do that. That's it, though. That's the part of the self-expression. That's a part. I'm starting to peel back and start to go, oh, there is a whole other side of if I lose something over here, what else becomes available? That's the thing that you got to start to fall in love with. And a friend of mine, an old, older friend of mine who I've known for years, reached out to me. And I think he wanted to um, be heard as much as he wanted to listen, which was really cool. But one of the things he told me is he moved to Arizona from Calgary. And he said, Vern, it was probably, actually, no, he goes, it was the best business decision I ever made. I said, oh, wow, good for you. And he goes, and at the same time, it was probably one of the worst personal decisions I ever made. I was like, oh, tell me more. He goes, oh, fuck. He goes, I lost all my friends. They're all in Calgary. I lost all my friends. I pretty much had to start over that way from scratch. He goes, fuck, I got family members that don't even talk to me anymore. And I go, what do you mean why? Because of the move? Yeah, because, do you, do you know why? Oh, you're so f- full of yourself and you got it all fucking, you're going to go move you across the world. You got it all figured out. Yeah, go and take on your fucking life. Like instead of supporting you, fuck you, man. You're going to go and not stay small and be here with us. You're going to yeah, go gonna and abandon us. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you got to be willing to face. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. And... Here's the other really interesting thing about that dynamic. They don't even realize what they're saying. They don't even realize the impact that those words have on you and your choices. 
They don't. And that's re- a, that's that's really disappointing. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, and they don't realize the impact it has on themselves. Yeah. That that they're actually, to your point, they're holding on to this identity, and that's that's actually, man, you you described that very well. That's actually what it feels like is occurring for me right now. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm still me, and I'm like this. There's a new. There's an elevated version of myself starting to emerge. I wanted to talk about something kind of silly, just with social oh, Vernon social posting. But uh, I also wanted to talk about some new opportunities that are coming up for me and enjoying the hustle. All right, man, you that's got a, the mic. That's a lot of shit. Um, and, and and I'd love to hear some from you, obviously. But let's let's try to obviously. be a little bit concise here with the time. You can see Aaron is sweating. Um. Well, and let's just caveat this. Sure. So we're going to take this to an hour because, because we can, because we can. And, um, yeah, there was also some stuff we wanted to put in there about talking to our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Well, that's more at the end. <clears throat> right. Yeah. How much content do they want? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. That was part of that, that part of it. Um, anyway, um, so one, one thing is, is, uh, when I made that post, there was somebody who commented and asked, asked me like, I'm curious to know, like, are you enjoying what you're doing? I totally get what you're up to and you're committed to it and all that, but are you actually enjoying the day-to-day grind? Are you enjoying the hustle? Somebody asked you that? Yeah. And and the truth is, when you say words like grind and hustle, um, and I look at my... Sounds very unpleasant. Yeah. When I look at my business and what it takes and the areas that I fail, uh, uh, yeah, I don't enjoy those areas. I don't enjoy... I hate using this language, but I don't enjoy chasing people. I don't want to fucking chase anybody. I don't want to do business with anybody that I don't want to do business with. Does that make sense? Hands down. I don't want to date anybody who doesn't want to date me. So I just want to make a difference in the world and educate people and and share my message. I haven't quite figured out how to do that. I don't like that part. (laughs) Right? It fucking drives me crazy. Um, Because I know what's so is there's more people who want my help and want to talk to me than I could fucking deal with. Where are they? That's that's the re- <laughs> no, I don't. That's the reality. Though. That's the that is actually the yeah. truth. Yeah, yeah. That's why I have not and cannot and will not fucking quit because right. I'm I'm we're literally transforming the world here. That's what we're up to. I just don't know how to do it yet, and it's really uncomfortable, right? Uh, so no, I don't enjoy that part. And just something I wanted to spin with that is, um, fortunately, uh, it looks like I've attracted a new opportunity. And I think you and I talked briefly about this. Yeah, the partnership, right? Yeah, it's in development. Uh, it looks like I'll actually be joining someone else's firm. That's amazing. So, yeah, somebody who is... You need uh, the environment... Absolutely. ...to nurture and support and and give you what you need in order to take the journey. You have... I, I, I like to use the metaphor. I will use the metaphor. I've never used this metaphor before, actually. Well, well I'm excited. You are the traveler with the little rucksack we'll call it like the the bag on the pole and you got like just enough to kind of keep you going for the next couple weeks what you need is the guy with the wagon who's got everything that you need and 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 everything that you need in the moment for when you need it dude i'm not gonna lie i was a little worried when you first started out this reference but that is fucking so bang on why were you worried well, I was like, where's he going with this? Is he going to wrap this around? What's happening? But no, the, 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 you're right. The few supplies that you need to get through the next few weeks, that's kind of how it occurs right now. That's so perfect. And yeah, there's somebody who I would assert that- You need does, a Gandalf. Yeah, he doesn't have a wagon. He has like a fucking naval 
you know, fleet, but... Um, it's even better. Yeah. Although I mean, pretty hard to, to travel on the road with a naval fleet. But. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But no, I, no I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to team up with a, a great uh, human and somebody who uh, has a proven track record and has a very very much in line with the vision that I have. And I would say uh, like an expanded version of it. Like he's like 10 years ahead of me type of thing. And he said to me, Vern, he goes, you don't even know what you're capable of. And I'm going to show you. Oh, that's amazing. I was like, oh fuck. I love this guy. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to hear more about what that actually looks like on Wednesday. We have a meeting set up. And the uh, quick start version of me is like, okay, hurry up and wait. Let's go Wednesday. <laughs> Let's get this fucking rolling. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. I'll, I'll obviously sh- expand and share more context about that. And um, now why don't we cap this off with a little bit of fun? Let's do it. Okay, cool. Dude. <laughs> so, so on Instagram, right? Social media. I follow a few lookers, you know, a few cute ladies. Athletes. Um whatever competitive bodybuilders fighters in particular and this is a shout out to men okay fellas we really got to evolve a little here like let's not make any bones about it i'm a very uh, i i very much enjoy the ladies i'm a very sexual person I, I, some might even if you really got in my head you might call me a perv i don't care the point is we all have these thoughts. It's just like, you know, mental depression, all that kind of stuff. We all have that, those similar things, right? We all have pretty naughty thoughts from time to time, I would assert. <laughs> and there's a time and a place to share certain things. And then there's a, a certain level of like presence and awareness of what you should even say. Like, don't be such a fucking cliche. So what I'm getting at here is there was a girl, uh, she's a fighter, and she posted a... a, a Nice photo of herself, like in a dress, right? And I was actually having this conversation with my wife and she looked really good. And she's like, oh, feeling girly or something like like that today, right? And then I was going to make a comment, like just something subtle, just like, oh, wow, like good for you or whatever. And then nine times out of 10, when I go to make a comment, I just don't. Right. Which, because why, why? But then I, what I get doing sometimes, and it's actually a very good distraction is I start reading the comments. And I got to tell you, man, sometimes when I read these comments, I'm like ashamed to be a man. And I'm like, okay, this is why I'm here. We got to do something about this. Yeah, dude. So the first comment, the very first comment was, oh, it must be pretty cold in that bathroom. Like, th- like how, okay, so she, ha- you could see her nipples a little bit. It's like, first of all, grow the fuck up, man. Like, yeah, totally. th- like and, and especially in this should I say in this climate to, 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 to make, to start making comments like that. And that was like, that was the whole trend from that point on. Some person was like, Oh, are you like pregnant? You look three months and she looked amazing, but like, I don't know. It was just the angle of the camera. It looked like she might've had like a little bump, like normal people, a little bump at the bottom of her belly or whatever, but it wasn't actually there. And, and the reality is she could like, cave your skull in yeah most of those guys that were she's like a 130 pound chick and most of those guys that were making these comments like she would fucking choke you out but but that's the point right is like all these guys and you go to their pages too and you're like oh okay now i can and judging of course but i'm like oh now i see why you made that comment because you're a fucking douchebag i get it (laughs) right like it but that's the thing is like the comments that all the way down and then the other thing my wife pointed out because there was another photo for fun i wanted to go see those comments right same girl my wife pointed out, she goes, looks like something interesting. I go, what? She goes, look at the trend of the comments from like the first comment down. 
the second post that I saw, it was more uh, respectful. So all of a sudden, all the comments were more like, wow, you look they so pivot. great. Yeah, you look very pretty. Oh, hot. Like, if you say something like that, fine. But like the first one that I saw, it was all like such douchey, pervy, weak ass comments. And they were very similar. It's like everybody else already said that same shit. And now you're so, oh, you pointed out her nipples. How creative. <laughs> right? The thing that I hear is uh, each, each of us. Each of us men, what we decide to do as an action, those that follow will, will follow in kind. So, yeah, just notice and, and get that we have an impact on everything else that happens afterwards, whether mm. you think that's the case or not. What we said will encourage what the next person says. hundred percent. That's such a good point. That's the point. That's why we need to be putting more of this stuff on the table because I believe even though those guys look douchey, they're probably great people. They probably have people that love them. They love people. Yeah. They're pervs because they're dudes. They're not, but they're probably not bad people. They're just misled and yeah. they're not aware. They're not present. They're ignorant and they don't know and, any better. Oh, I got to just throw this one in. How about this dude? Has this ever worked on any woman ever? I literally read a comment. Oh, I'd make you feel like a real woman. Oh, oh, what are you talking about? That you just said to that woman, I don't know how to make you feel like a woman. That's literally what you just said. <laughs> uh, it's sad uh, in a lot of ways. Oh my God. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. My wife is like, well, you should talk about this in the podcast. I'm like people in their, in their posts. Right. And then, and then the comments that follow. And most of these people probably aren't doing shit with their lives. Uh, I would say nine times out of 10. Yeah. And they're the most critical and they're the first to comment. So yes. that's another, you know what, to our point earlier, why are we holding ourselves back? Cause that's one of the things that holds me back is I'm like, Ooh, what are people going to think? And did it, most of the people who are willing to take the time to make a comment are either actually genuinely trying to contribute or they're completely full of shit. Well, and here's the other opportunity, man, you get to change the narrative of, of the narratives that you don't agree with. And if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? I just <laughs> like I, I should know the end of this. No, no, you're right. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And that I, that is the other unmet um, opportunity for you in being known. Yeah, and I'm willing to take that on. Yeah, that's why. That's why we're here. So thanks for letting me share all that. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's your podcast. <laughs> oh right. So. Uh, yeah, that was episode 70. As always, we don't know what we're talking about and we can't shut up. There's always something that comes out that we want to share that needs to be shared in the moment. My big takeaway from today, who's your Gandalf? Who's that person? Who are those people in your lives that will challenge you, that will encourage you to do the things necessary because the reality is you don't know what you're capable of. And the more you go through your journey, the more you're learning, the more you're understanding about what you're capable of, the more you're going to succeed in achieving the goals that you want to achieve in your lives. It's a journey. It's a process. We've been doing this, the podcast for 
a little over two years now, 70 episodes in, and we are still challenged with and figuring out things every day. But the podcast has been something for us that's been a mechanism to allow us to explore and pull apart and unravel what it is that has us step up to the next level. What is that thing for you? What, what are you putting in place to uh, coach yourself, to, to help you nurture yourself and, and move yourself over, stretch yourself, increase your capacity to take on the things that you've, you didn't even realize was a thing that was possible in your life because it's totally possible and you're totally capable and you need the right people in your life to be able to hit those milestones. So go find them. They're out there. They're waiting and they are going to embrace you with open arms because they've been waiting this whole time for you. All right. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you again next week.